This is Jim Florentin, and this is the Dumb Guzzler Podcast. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from Iowa. Except they're not live, they're pre-recorded. It's Dumb Guzzler. Dumb Guzzler. Dumb Guzzler. So this is the DumbGuzzler.com podcast. I have a new mic, too. Say hi, Mike, too. Hi. As you can see, he's just as responsive as the normal Mike 2. Uh, however, in this case, the Mike 2 might let Mike 1 talk, which doesn't happen very frequently. <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, what is today? What's the date? Uh, May 13th. Friday the 13th, sir. Friday, oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. It's Friday the 13th. I was so busy being an adult today, I didn't even fucking notice. You didn't get to be a kid and geek out on no. that kind of thing. Ah, oh, it's a shame. I should be upstairs scaring the shit out of my kid. I'm sure there's a marathon on. Probably. Yeah. Uh, did you watch horror flicks when you were a kid? Did you get off on that stuff? I did not. No? I was 22 before I watched basically anything scary, at which point uh, I was dating a girl who had me watching everything scary. So Really? 22 to 24, I, I caught up. Why was there a reason that you avoided it or did you just not exposed to it? Uh, my parents were fairly protective over what movies I watched as a kid. Yeah. And also I am a scaredy cat. <laughs> so, <Really>? You know, <laughs> all right. Between those two things. All right. All right. Yeah. My, uh, I watched a lot of horror flicks when I was a kid. I guess it's because my parents didn't give a fuck, but, um, I don't know. I remember, uh, I, I remember my old man sitting me down to watch Christine when I was a little kid. Still one of my favorite movies this day. That one I didn't, I'm not familiar with. No, that's the one with the car. It's a John Carpenter movie. What we got? Yeah, there you go. Car comes to life and it's fucking killing everybody. And I remember watching that when I was a kid thinking that was the coolest fucking thing ever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to this day, like I, I sat down and watched that with my kids maybe a year ago. And they think it's a fucking killer movie too. But, um, I got really into shit like that, and then I got into like the Nightmare on Elm Streets and all that yep. stuff. Um, and you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, some of those I remember really scaring me when I was a kid. And now you watch them, and it's like, at, how even as a little kid did that production, that that level of production, uh, uh, scare me? It's so fucking bad. Well, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I'd like to think that all of our sensors are changed over time, right? Uh, I remember uh, Poltergeist was a big one for me. And I yep. uh, remember when my dad showed me Poltergeist. Um, you've seen the first one? I have seen at least one of those. So the scene, do you remember the scene where the fucking tree comes in and grabs yeah. the kid? That that was like, that's one that stuck with me forever. I couldn't fucking sleep and because I, I had a big ass tree outside outside my bedroom and scared the fuck out of me. I, when my kids got, my kids are really into horror movies. And so I was like, all right, fuck, I'm going to break out Poltergeist to scare the shit out of me. This has been, let's see, my son's 10. This had to have been three years ago at least. And we get to that scene with the fucking tree. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously more excited than they are for this scene. And the fucking tree comes in and my kid just starts cackling. And he's like, daddy, that tree looks so <laughs> stupid. It's a big rubber tree. And I was fucking crushed. I was just no! crushed. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. That's fucking scary. <laughs> You're terrified. Don't, don't play. Ugh. So, but yeah, I got really into that stuff when I was a kid. So oh, no. really liked that stuff. So I remember, I think it was like the omen perhaps where the little Japanese boy in the closet and behind the doors and stuff and the, <laughs> noise yeah. that, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't go out of the bathroom like without me. I like I I can't be left here alone in the dark. So I remember, uh, uh, you know, my old man got me on the the Nightmare on Elm Streets and shit like that. And then I remember him. Uh, I remember watching Amityville, first Amityville horror with him, um, and that one fucking rattled me. Um, I'm trying to remember is it Amityville the one with the fucking the flies and shit or whatever? They're in the bedroom and. I don't remember. That one scared the shit. I think it was that one because that's the one where the that's the one where they buy the house and then the dad goes nuts and tries to kill the family because the house is fucking haunted. And yeah, uh, yo, that was like I think every movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was that movie where they moved into the house uh, and bad was, things had bad. happened there and then bad things continued <laughs> to happen there. That was a pretty common. It was a reoccurring theme, wasn't it? But then I remember watching uh, The Exorcist. Yep. And that was when it was like, okay, now this is a real fucking horror movie. Yeah, I've dude. been watching bullshit horror up until 
Right. That, like, know. for instance, I, I watched all of the Stephen King horror flicks that are all the, you know, books that had been made into to movies. And I think one was called like The Mangler. Uh-huh. And it was just, just ridiculous. A factory machine, like just swallowed people up. Right. But yeah, then it was The Exorcist. Okay. Game on. Yeah. See, I, I dug that shit, man. Like uh, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. The, that was such a fun movie. I haven't watched that. You know what? I haven't watched that one. As a as a real adult, I'm, I'm sure it's terrible. But that was, isn't that the one with the pop machine that was launching uh, fucking the kids at the ball yeah. diamond? <laughs> uh, if I remember right, wasn't oh it uh, the MythBusters guys? One of those guys was uh, the special effects guy. You got me there. Um, I have to look that up sometime when I give a shit. But for right now, we'll just move on with life. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, for now, that's fact. That's it. It's factual. One of the MythBusters did that. Try and bust that myth. So, uh, we uh, used to play in a band together. I'm going to keep saying we still play in a band together. Well, we play as much in a band now as we did for those three years. <laughs> Let's, I mean, we're, we're maintaining our same practice schedule. It is. Our show schedule. Uh, you know, the nice we thing haven't is... Gotten, we haven't gotten hit up by the JCs yet for this true. year. <laughs> That's uh, true. But the dates aren't <laughs> full as far as I'm aware. So, I mean, right. we might make our quota for the year. Right, right. Uh, the nice thing is, is that you're not nearly as upset about the practice schedule as you used to be. <laughs> right. You've, I guess you've just come to terms with it. So, yeah, we uh, kind of, uh, uh, ironically, uh, we're, we're both right now playing <laughs> country music, which uh, we didn't do that prior. Things happen and nobody gives a fuck about music and you still want to play your instruments and those, those country fuckers, they want to keep going. So, um, there was, I did have a huge blow with country music today. I'm actually quite upset. My fucking, uh, my man soap opera got canceled. Fucking Nashville. Oh, I have I've never <sighs> seen it. Oh, it's got Hayden Panettiere in it. I don't know who that is. Did you ever watch Heroes? Uh, huh. What the fuck? All right, never mind. He's realizing now he made a huge mistake by allowing me to sit behind this nah, microphone. No, anybody that gets off the couch, it's probably a mistake to get behind a microphone <laughs> with me because that's <laughs> people that do real shit. I get, I get away from the couch to go to the fridge and back. So yeah. most of my worldly knowledge right. occurs in that. Did you see that stuff on the way to the kitchen? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Funny thing happened on the way to the recliner. It was, uh, I don't know, four or five seasons. Yeah. Typical fucking shitty dramatic, but it was uh, was all about Nashville, and it was- uh, Oh, damn it. I fucked up. It was um, pretty cool because I had read someplace that it was loosely based on Carrie Underwood and Faith Hill. I know those names. Yeah, I bet you do. Because we're in the country. Because we're, we're in the country industry. You know, there was a lot about touring and, and uh, you know, recording albums and that whole thing. It was actually like a music industry kind of TV show. So you would see a lot of gear manufacturers and you would see, you know, you'd be watching Twitter and like a case company that you've talked to at NAM. They're like, hey, we got all of our shit on Nashville. Right on. So, you know, it was cool. But now nah, I got fucking canceled. So let's talk about your foot. Okay. Because you had a good video out there. Did you you just put that on Facebook? You didn't put Correct. it on YouTube. Right. Well, yeah, I have YouTube accounts, but I'm inactive, essentially. Right. Yep. You had to have surgery on a... You actually broke a bone in the top of your foot? Is that... Uh, that, that technically did happen, but that was during surgery. I had tendons along the side and bottom of a toe uh, rupture. So they went in and broke some bones and put pins in it to hold it into a new position had to put an anchor so tendon ruptured yep so they went in and put an anchor into the bone so that they could reattach the the tendon to it sewed it all up and then i had a pin sticking out of my toe for four weeks yeah so you know what i might use that image for the podcast image well that would stand to reason (laughs) yeah So I get this, you know, I know the surgery's coming, we talked about it, and then I get this fucking text of just this foot with the pin, it almost looked like a small drill bit. It looked like it was almost like kind of threaded. So um, so this fucking thing sticking out of his foot, so, um, and uh, I... He sends this to me, and it's one of those that it just makes your asshole pucker just looking at the fucking picture. The text... The, the most alarming text I think I'd ever got from you was, because he works 
just like I can, well, I would say I could walk down to his house from where I work, but let's face it, I'm, I'd drive. <laughs> he could you know? yell at me and I would come walking over to your work. <laughs> With the pin in his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Texting you how you, were, how you were feeling and you said something to the effect of if you could have put your gun in your mouth at that moment. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, so that's, it's not good. So, uh, so yeah, you were, you oh, were having, right. Yes. The night it, it, uh, after surgery was, uh, the worst night of my life. Yeah. I, I can say with certainty. Yeah. And they gave you some good drugs, right? They, they did. They gave you some, some Prince style. And eventually, yeah, eventually <laughs> they rain. caught up. Yep. That first night, nothing could touch it. But after then I, uh, I learned how to stay happy. Right. Uh huh. <sighs> that's fucking horrible. So how, so you ended up, uh, the, the, the best story I think of that whole thing was you having to make a custom walking shoe. <laughs> well, I didn't have to, but, uh, so after- there's, there's no protocol for that though, right? You got a fucking rod sticking out of your toe and they're yep. just like, eh. yeah, they send you home after surgery with a, well, they call it post-op sandal. <laughs> which is a very nice way. I mean, sandal makes it sound like it's humane in some respect. Or that you've made a bigger change and are now adjusting to different footwear. Right. <laughs> I'm, from here on, you're going to be in post-op footwear. Right. <laughs> so, uh, which is just this uh, hard plank of plastic that has no give and... Um, some velcro straps around it right. to to mangle your foot to it and after two weeks of uh, i had a checkup and they said oh well you don't you don't have to wear this sandal it's just that you know most people can't find a shoe that would fit so if you have a sandal <laughs> that you'd rather don't wear find a shoe <laughs> with a hole like, for dude, a fucking rod in well, it my foot hurts enough after two weeks that i'm gonna make these next two weeks more tolerable and find a pair of shoes and cut a hole in it sure so the the difficulty is is I don't like to tie my shoes. I like to just slip them on. Uh, but I, I <laughs> when your foot doesn't bend, you'd be surprised how hard it is to slip into oh, a shoe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, that was creative. So here's the thing. So like every time I thought about that fucking thing, I would get like shivers, like in weird part. Like the only way you can describe those shivers is when you've seen something that the eye shouldn't fucking see at least one of your balls went back up yeah yeah exactly (laughs) there so yeah so i was the whole time i was thinking he's gonna bash that fucking toe into something at some point so let's talk about that let's talk about about bashing the fucking toe well um I, I didn't even last a week before i screwed into the plastic post-op sandal with like some three or four inch construction screws just to put a buffer there because it was probably about a day after surgery that I dropped the cane on my foot. Oh, like, uh, there, you, you do your best, but like, right. You have at, at the start of it, especially because you've got an extra inch sticking out of your foot that you're not used to accommodating for. So every time you turn, every time you think you're giving yourself enough room to open a door, dunk, dunk, ah, yeah, like yeah, everything. Yeah. So, uh, luckily you can't move that fast <laughs> right either so you have some balance there so you screwed construction screws in for like fucking curb feelers like yep. out front yeah to- they were down through the the top of of it that were half curb feelers half just bumpers right like if uh if i'm gonna bash my foot into something i want it to to hit the screw and not my pin sure sure and then I saw you, what, just a week before you had the the pin removed, and you were riding your fucking motorcycle. Uh, you were also riding. correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a show five days after the surgery um, opening for Metal Church, so right. Uh, luckily, there were four bands all backlined, so I, lit- I couldn't have moved any more than I did. Right. So uh, yeah. that obviously, that wasn't the country band. <laughs> <laughs> you, weren't, uh, you weren't boot scooting for Metal Church. That would be correct. <laughs> So they removed the screw. You uh, you posted the video. It's uh it's uh it's I don't think I've watched it with both eyes open. It's kind of at, at least I do like the, yeah I got the one hand over. So uh, so talk about that having that removed. Oh uh, man, um, I was so ready to have it out. Um, there were the doctor and the PA. I think we're all in there. Um, it. 
took more long. It took longer to set the thing up than it did actually pull the pin out. I think the video goes on for like over a minute, and yeah. the the procedure was like what seven seconds or something, right? Which is appropriate, like the anticipation for pulling a pin out from your bone. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what your blood pressure was. Right, <laughs> should have been metering it. Damn it. Uh, so they they prefaced it. You know, you're not going to have traditional pain because there's not uh, nerve endings in your bone. And that is a fantastic way to describe it. It felt like somebody was pulling on the inside of your bone. Like you're very aware of the sensation. Right. Uh, there wasn't like a, a point of, of pain in the normal sense of like your skin getting pricked or something. It felt like somebody was pulling your insides out and you didn't have a frame of reference for right. what was happening. You didn't understand that, that type of pain. Right. So I think the noise I made was something like, ah, yeah. which is about right. right. Like that's, so well, it hurts, I, I think. I, right. Like yeah. I don't, this doesn't, I don't like that. <laughs> Let's not do this anymore. I dated that girl once. <laughs> so does it feel like that when when you pulled out of it, her too well no it felt like that when i forgot to <laughs> <laughs> so you're good now just doesn't just not as bendy yeah uh eventually they said three to four months and i will be back to full activity that of course is different for me than most people right most people's activities they can accommodate in two to three months but right trying to shove a toe that doesn't bend into a rock climbing shoe is going to be a challenge. So I just have to wait until it, <coughs> it moves. Well, fuck, you really shouldn't climb rocks anyway. That's what you yeah, would say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, just take a helicopter up or something. Right, just, There's ways to get up. You don't there. need There's to technology. walk over to my house. Just yeah, holler and whatever. I'll Skype. drive over to yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Jam Kazam just changes the whole does. dynamic for your entire <laughs> life. You can have a whole band that way I hear. Did I ever tell you about uh, Becky with her foot? Did you ever hear that story? Uh, I think you had said she had a foot thing. She had a foot thing. So one of the things I'd like to talk about is how I n- I'm not allowed to ever sleep in the bed. It's half truth. <clears throat> I don't ever sleep in my bed because it's horribly uncomfortable. Uh, one, because midway through the relationship, she decided that she had to be one of these people that listens to the fucking radio at night. Do you listen to anything? Do you have a fan going? Are you one of those guys that has to have a fan going? I don't have radio? to have something going, but I have learned that throwing Netflix on on my phone uh, totally zonks me out. See, you know, oddly enough, having TV on is a different deal because I'm the same uh, way. I'll throw, for me, my, my go-to pretty much is to go to Hulu, yeah. get South Park going. Yeah. And, you know, one of the shows, you know, yeah. And I get a quarter of an episode in and I'm out the fucking radio. On the other hand, I can't deal with it. I can't fucking deal with it. She listens to the worst kind of radio. She's, it's just all fucking kitty fucking pop Selena Gomez, Uh, fucking all that shit. Being a musician, I sit there and I fucking tear apart every second of the, I can't listen to it. I just cannot have it in my fucking ear. Heaven forbid something comes on that I actually like. Because then you're in. Not only are you in, but then you're even more in because you're like, oh, fuck, I love that snare sound. And I wonder how they did it. You know, and it's fucking terrible. The, one of my coworkers said something. Well, we went out to lunch and there was country music playing. And one of the uh, songs that I played in the country band was playing. I was like, oh, and I'm fucking naming off notes. And she's like, is that, is that how you hear music? Yeah. yeah people don't get that about yeah. me. Like. I don't hear a song and like think, oh, that 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 was a nice song. That really touched a moment in my life. Right. I <laughs> I analyze. I hear intervals. Yeah. And yeah, qualities. Yeah. Yep. T- yeah. You hear you hear intervals. You hear you know things that that move me emotionally are the way chord progressions are put together. I don't. I mean, I think it was it wasn't until I started working in our band that I realized there was lyrics in songs. Yeah. So. Well, it's because you were filling all the parts, and you're like, why does everybody keep saying I need a vocalist? Yeah, right. I got this handled. Well, Matt. You know, as we we found, it was a lateral move. But, yeah, so so she has to have fucking music going all the time. So because of that, she's gotten better that, like, she sleeps really light. So when I get in bed, and she knows I get in bed, she'll reach over and she'll shut it off, which is nice. Sometimes. So every four months, yeah, that experience happens. Yeah, the okay. uh, you know the three hundred days of the year that I don't sleep in the bedroom, she has a radio on. So I'm downstairs and I'm passed out in the fucking recliner, 
And for whatever reason, the recliner was kind of close to the staircase over here. And for whatever reason. Well, normally everything was like all over this way. So Okay. So for whatever reason, it was kind of down over that way. And my gigantic fucking fat lab was, he always lays next to the recliner. So we're crashed out. She comes down getting ready for work. And it was just one of those deals where she had just missed the last step. Just kind of caught her heel on the last step and she fell. But when she fell, her toes hit and she rolled everything forward. Oh. Right? And so she's like laying there near the dog. And she said like the dog literally just kind of raised his head, laid his head back down. And she's like, neither one of you fuckers even acknowledged. And she's like on the floor. Goes, ah. I'm snoring. The dog's like, knock it off. So anyway... So I don't even know anything happened because she leaves for work usually an hour before. She's normally gone before I'm out of bed. So I'm at work doing my thing, and she fucking sends me this text that says, I think I broke my foot. Now, one thing I'll say about her is that she has, uh, air quotes, broken her foot dozens of times since we've been together, right? And I was like, okay, well, you know, fuck, whatever. Walk it off. So she couldn't walk it off and went and, you know, she works at a hospital. She goes in, gets it looked at, and they're like, oh, this is fucked up. So she had broken, I don't remember if she broke both toes. I think she broke both little toes and some, not only some bones across the top of her foot, but then fucking like yanked all the tendons and fucked everything all up. So they tell her it's broke. It's, you know, really ridiculously broken. But they tell her, she went and saw a few different doctors, no surgery, right? They, you're going to be fine. But what she did end up with is something they call drop foot, which is basically she just can't fucking lift her foot. Oof. So she can lift her like her big toe. So if you tell her to you know, stick her toes up, the big toe and the one next to it kind of go up and the other ones just fucking lay there. Hmm. So <clears throat> that sucks. You know, and it got to the point where, you know, she can't. She pretty much has to wear tennis shoes all the time. Um, she got to the point where she could kind of run again, uh, but that took a little bit. Uh, she does like to run. But the most interesting part of it was she kept telling her doctor, I can't lift my foot. I can't lift my foot. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to send you to a neurologist and we're going to, you know, maybe there's some nerve damage and you figure out what's going on. Um, have you ever seen how they test for nerve damage? No. Nope. Oh, this is good. This is why I've never had carpal tunnel surgery. I've got terrible fucking carpal tunnel. Um, and my doctor, I've talked to him about it before. And like, actually right now I'm going through a terrible fucking span with carpal tunnel. Normally when it gets really bad, I found if you ever, have you ever had carpal tunnel, anything like mm-hmm. it? So not that I know of for me, uh, just kind of my normal daily routine. I shake my hands out all the time and it's normally because my thumb, my index and middle finger, they're almost always asleep. And um, so I have a really hard time playing shows like the first 15, 20 minutes. Um, You probably never noticed it, but I will, there'll be plenty of times where I'll just be fingering things, shaking out my right hand, trying to wait for a break to shake out the left hand because I just can't feel my fucking hands. Um, And when it gets really bad, uh, it's, I, I wear these braces at night and the braces basically just keep you uh, one of the common things from carpal tunnel is you curl your hands when you sleep mm. and that makes it worse they say humans just in general so these braces have big bars in them so it keeps your hands straight right so I'll wear those for a few, a few weeks and it'll get better um but ultimately i need to have surgery to have that released however when you look up carpal tunnel surgery as a musician you see some mixed reviews. There's, you know, there's some people that have had it, like Thomas Lang had to have it done. Um, and, you know, I think about it from the perspective of a drummer, which I don't play a whole lot anymore, um, but I would like to think that there'll be a time in my life where I'll be able to go back and, you know, play drums yeah. more regularly. Uh, but more so as a guitar player, you know, not having that sort of range of motion that you're used to. Um, so there's all kinds of specialists for musicians and my doctor's like, oh, we'll just, we'll go run some tests. And, uh, the only reason I know what the tests really are because he, we've gotten to that point where I've, I've thrown the flag and said, no, I'm not going any farther. I used to work with this girl who dated a, a buddy of mine. He was actually, uh, I was roommates with a guy and, uh, his girlfriend, we worked in the same place. She had really bad carpal tunnel from typing. Mine came from building refrigerators. 
I used to build refrigerators and I used to work on an assembly line where the inside of your fridge, the liner, the liner would come down, I'd drop it in the fridge and I would squeeze it all the way around the refrigerator. That was Mm. what I did for eight hours a day. You did it till you couldn't feel your fucking arms. So that's where mine had, had come from. But she had come home from these tests and was bawling like she'd been fucking ass raped and- well, maybe that wasn't a good analogy for her. She wouldn't have come home balling for that. But um, was talking about how horrible these tests were. And then Becky went to have a very similar test on her leg. So basically what they do is with Becky, it was with her foot. And they take needle, yay. They're like, we're going to just fucking drive this into your fucking calf to about the bone. And uh, then we're going to hit you with some electricity. And we're going to see if your shit moves. And so... It seems so. Uh, Can you fucking Colonel. It doesn't it? It's like it's to me uh, when you talk just talking about that test makes me think of when they were like lobotomized people, you know. Uh, we're just going to okay, so he says people are talking to him, we should probably just cut out this part right. <laughs> and see what happens, you know? Oh my gosh. So they say, you know, Becky, you know, God love her. Sometimes she kind of, you know, cries wolf a yeah. little bit. And it's uh, it's not that she's lying, but she's making more of the situation. So like, well, they're going to do these tests and I'm like, okay, let's maybe we can sort this foot thing out. I don't. And she's like, "Will you go to this test with me?" And like, you know, we've had three fucking kids. And most of the time, she didn't want me involved in any of that shit. You know, I'd go to the occasional fucking doctor's appointment. Yeah, the baby's in there. It's fucking, you know, whatever. For the most part, she doesn't really ask me or want me involved in most of that. But this, she was like, will you go? And I'm like, no, this is fucked up. I don't want to go to this one. (laughs) Oh, you okay. You already had the heads up, right? So, yeah. So, so we go. Yeah. And, you know, they're driving this fucking needle into her calf. Um, And I think they did one like just below the knee. And they're kind of moving down. And they would, and and so they would do this. Now it seems to me that when they would do it, they would have a something on the end of her foot, and they were looking for current. So they would send the current in through the needle, and they would look to see if anything was coming out the other end. Exactly what they're doing. They're trying to complete the circuit, and then they get to the point where they're putting the needle directly in the bottom of her fucking foot. Being a dad that stepped on many a Lego <laughs> and knowing how fucking horrible that Imagine is. Imagine if it were just even a safety pin pointed up. Like, yeah. would that? Yeah. But that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. We're going to fucking, we're going to light this fucker up too. Oh. And so they did it and it was all said and done. And she went through, I mean, she was holding on to my fucking hand and like biting her fucking lip and. It was, she's fucking crying all over. And, you know, this lady that's doing it's just completely, okay, this is, uh, this is not going to feel good. So, uh, but we need you to hold still. And so just one right after the other and lady just fucking drilling her and away she goes. Okay, well, everything looks good there. And she got the results back. I think she was, if I remember right, she was Asian. Um, and so. But the results was, said that Becky was Asian? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be that would be great though. Uh, I wonder the, how the circuits were all completed. You must be Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd have to be hard because they've got the fucked up little bound feet. <laughs> so how does that work? Well, they're very they're like, your feet are very fucked efficient. up. Of course, Tiny you can't little lift them. packages of <laughs> electron. Okay, okay. Of course, you can't lift this fucking foot. Uh. It's jacked. So it got all said and done. They're just like, no, oh, the nerves work. Oh, so she's still in the same boat today. Yeah, no fucking idea. Oh my! I thought this was gonna be like. There's no so happy ending. Okay. This has been fuck four the years end. ago. Yeah, to do. Yeah, the end. She's got a drop foot. Ugh. Yeah, we've had enough kids. Her her tits are doing right. the same thing. So <laughs> it's you don't need to poke those. Don't put any needles in those. <laughs> uh, the first step in the surgery I had was a nerve block, which I had not ever heard of until that day when I showed up. Okay, and they basically took a an ultrasound type thing to the like to the pit of my knee and we're just feeling around and sending electro elect well pulse something right uh around in the area waiting for waiting for a response and this is the first thing that that gets done after you've you know disrobed and put on their little gown 
So I was, I was very anxious about it already. And then that's a fairly sensitive area. And you, sure. don't, you don't have any idea what's going on or what's going to happen. Right, right. And you're just waiting for not only a pulse that's going to make your leg shake the fuck out, <laughs> but also at that very second moment, moment, the machine is going to shoot you with the anesthetic at that point. At that point. Oh, that, that was the nerve. Get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they had to treat me... At, um, before they even found the nerve, they, they sure. had to give me something IV because um, I was starting to not be comfortable with that. <laughs> it's it's crazy, you know. I, I I worked IT in the hospitals for for a while, and it, I used to have kind of a hospital phobia. Um, and then you know you got to lose that real fast when when especially when you work IT because <clears throat> you'll get a ticket where it's you know doctor whatever in OR right. can't do whatever and i'll tell you um to make you feel better about the medical community almost uh, nearly a hundred percent of the time when i got called to an or it was because a doctor couldn't get to youtube or fucking <laughs> whatever netflix right that's literally i mean you think right, you weren't the medical equipment tech yeah you know g- being pulled into the icu no you're yeah yeah no no yeah. How, I, what's the Wi-Fi password? Yeah, that's yep. totally what it was. Hey, I always listen to Pandora. I can't get Pandora pulled up here. Right. And, you know, a guy's fucking laying in half. You lose that real fast. You know, where I still had problems was in ERs when people are, like, fucking traumatically fucking yeah. screaming. It's like, ah, eh, I don't need that. I don't need that. But OR, you know, for having a hospital phobia, um, I, worked in, I worked in a few hospitals. Well, I worked for a health system for a while, so I had to kind of bounce around to different hospitals a little bit. Um, but one hospital, I kind of got to know some of the surgeons, and they were younger cats. And so I'd get called into something every now and again, and uh, uh, one of the guys that I would talk to pretty regularly would be like, hey, you ever seen this? Come, you know, come check this out. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I got to see some shit that was kind of cool um, that I never would have thought was cool. And then you get to the point uh, where you're like, that's where I realized that really the only difference between what I was doing and being a fucking doctor was just the amount of education that, you know, what I elected to do. Yeah. But because doctors, they're no different than IT. And you find that out, uh, fuck, when Becky had, uh, I think it was my son, they missed with the epidural. The epidural, they, she took like a like fucking darting practice by the time it, it all got said and done. And they fucking give her the epidural, and then they give her the juice, and she's gone. Like, she's basically flatlined. Her eyes roll back, her fucking pulse drops, head hits the pillow, and the fucking anesthesiologist was like, Huh. <laughs> And then they're like, well, all right, let's back that off. And they back it off, and she's like, eyes are like, uh, uh, uh. And like, oh, yeah, we lost you there for a minute. And I'm like, what do you mean you lost her there for a minute? This is... And they're like, okay, let's try it again. By this time, she's fucking full, full retarded. She's gone full <laughs> retard. <laughs> she like, may oh. not come back, period. So, okay. And they had me, that nurse had me holding... That was actually an awful experience, because the nurse was like this angry old broad... Ugh. And they, when they do the epidural, they've got them hunched over, and yep. then they have, they had me like hold onto her head, and like hold her down, so they could dart her right, yep. and they just kept doing it over and over again, and like the first couple three times, they fucking flatlined her. It was just fucking bam, and her blood pressure gone, and Damn. she'd fucking tip over backwards, and the guys like, what were they hitting? Huh. What the heck? So, and then finally they got it and, you know, I think Becky knew that, you know, she had just like been Nikki sixed like <laughs> three fucking times and she's, uh, the, she's like, okay, I guess that's fine. And all it turned out was like one leg was numb, like, and it was her lower leg. She's like, no, nah, I feel everything. So like the biggest kid that we had, she basically just had natural. She went for it. She, right. Yeah. She had a sleepy foot. So I was wondering if it was right. the same foot. After getting. Yeah. Yeah. Being, you know, crossed over a handful of times. Yeah. But, you know, you, as a, somebody who's not medical, your entire basis of medicine is from watching ER, you know, <laughs> right. or fucking, what's uh, that fucking one that's been on forever now. So you watch that shit and you're just, you're thinking everybody's like, fuck, we got to save this guy, you know? Right. When really they're like, oh, well, shit, his shit ain't working at all, huh? What happened there? It's, it's no different than working I, I, on a car. Yeah. Computer, but yeah. Hulu. Remember that's the next time you go under. Yeah. Makes your family guys on or something. So 
It's uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's most of your IT calls for for OR. Every once in a while, you get a call for like something legitimately not working. But yeah, and there's dude, there's surgeons that will just fucking stop the brakes. Like I don't have Pandora, so this motherfucker's gonna lay here, and we're gonna wait until I have some fucking Pandora. So you know, uh. there's a lot of them, and I. F- f- I always, it was the older surgeons that were that way. Yeah. You know, the younger guys just like, eh, they want to roll with it. Yeah. Whatever. So she's still got a fucked up foot. Awesome. Yeah. We're 37 minutes in and all we've talked about is ailments. Do you have any other fun ailments you want to talk about? Uh, not, not, not publicly. <laughs> not, not the physical kind. Oh, <laughs> I sold my Miata and uh, there were ailments involved with that, but. I yeah. you know that's funny because I saw one that looked just like yours the other day and I wondered if that oh. was was it in Center Point. Well, uh, it was like a kind of dark haired middle aged guy driving it. Oh, uh, I don't think it was it. No, what that uh, you sent me a picture with the with yeah. the wheel sideways. So a week before it sold, I mean it's been on Craigslist all winter, right? But uh, went to leave the coffee shop and uh, turn the wheel, shkoom, ball joint just completely failed. Ugh. Uh, so it was quite an ordeal trying to get it. I mean, the control arm and engine block were essentially sitting on the, the street. Sure. So the tow truck guy's like, well, I can jab it and destroy that bumper, or we can wait for a flatbed and destroy that bumper. Oh, <laughs> and I'm no. like, well, dude, just just go for it. And he was hesitant enough that we ended up getting my jack out of the trunk finding something that we could just barely get under and uh we managed to salvage it sure so uh ball joint blah 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 six hundred dollars take it down the road and like the steering is all messed up like sure. this is as bad as the steering's ever been and i take it back the next morning to the shop and they're like oh right uh we we couldn't align it because like uh, it's got too low of clearance for our machine you'll have to take it somewhere so i'm like okay so did did you just send me out on the on the road with like a car that uh, that shouldn't be fucked. down on the road right oh it was it was aggravating took it to an alignment shop had him fix it it drove better that day than uh, any any day in the last two years i've had it sure um and then within a day or so i got a call on it <laughs> i'm like yeah okay let's, let's uh <laughs> let's make this happen right so I'm very clear with this 72-year-old woman who showed up and uh, just wanted a fun car. Yeah. Uh, took it out, settled on a price, uh, took it off my hands. Three days later, got a call. Hey, I took it to a mechanic and the driver's frame rail is completely shot. Like holes big enough for a softball to go through. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm working right now. Let me Let me call you back. Yeah talk to the mechanic and it's uh it's just shot there's no patching that can be done it's going to cost thirty one hundred dollars to find a frame rail uh that's clean from the south disassemble the whole front end and i'm like okay well, i don't how do you how do you justify that on a 16 year old car sure that you just paid forty five hundred dollars for right so um had to i hit up an attorney and like you know i don't want to be the dick and like screw this gal on the car but i also don't want to pay her some money and then like make that look like i was liable or accepting guilt or blame so i had them write up uh, a letter and a contract a settlement basically saying like you're you know it was sold as is per the receipt the bill of sale um he's if you're willing to sign off that he's not liable for any of this even though he's going to give you some money he will then give you that money so I threw her $600 back and like, I, I mean, I hope that helps. I hope you can find some, some way of fixing it. That's not three grand. Sure. It was a, uh, it was a hectic week, but I've uh, never heard of that. Yeah. So, somebody like, like settling like that. Well, it was, I mean, I could have, I could have told her, sorry, it's as is. Did she ask you for it? I mean, did she want to, uh, yes and no. Yeah. Like, what can you do? And, uh, I mean, I could have said screw off like it was as is. Sure. I could have, you know, tried to front half the bill or something for it. But I also wasn't trying to encourage her to pay, to do that because uh, with that old of a car, like you just run it how it is. Like if it if you hit sure. something with a car like that, it's not going to survive. You won't survive. That's fine. You just that's the risk you take with a, when it was new. That was the case. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a Miata. Come right, on. Right. 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 So you're 
even if the car doesn't fail, somebody might just hate you because you're in a Miata and kill you. Right. Uh, That's a hateable offense. So I decided to to just go the safe route because I didn't want somebody to try and sue me over over a four grand car. So that's why Hmm. it went that way. So now I have it in writing that it's her problem and right. If I can throw her some money just to get her off my case, then so be it. I can't believe, and nobody noticed this through. That is what the mechanic and she were surprised by. Like I've, I've had it aligned multiple times in the last couple of years because we live in Cedar Rapids. Right. Um, yeah, it's had a ton of work done. Sure. And no, nobody said, by the way, Hey, you're fucked. Yeah. This isn't going to be able to handle hitting a construction cone at seven miles an hour. Sure. (laughs) Right, right, right. Huh. So. Fucking vehicles. Yeah. Just glad to be, just glad to be out. I managed to, uh, convince myself I was good with the van and a motorcycle. Right. Then I ended up buying a bigger motorcycle. Did you? Yeah. After you made fun of the purple rain mobile. Yeah. 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 I found a Honda 1100 that I was the right price. Nice. Yeah. You're braver man than I, man. I, I fucking stopped riding when, when cell phones became. (laughs) <laughs> prevalent every once in a great while i got a buddy that i used to ride with let me take his bike out yeah. and um and actually the reason that i had a fill-in for today which i probably should have mentioned at the beginning of the podcast is he rides uh, all the time and he does like cross-country shit hmm. so he's taking off in the morning and so he's like yeah i can't do it tonight so i'm taking off going i don't know where he's going he just had a trip but he does it all the time yeah <clears throat> and he's had a he's had a couple of good good pileups in, in his time uh but i don't think he's had very many during his more sober years uh but uh but yeah it's uh if it, it scares the fuck out of me i mean even in my convertible just yeah. getting out it's uh it was uh shit just coming into town here it was one of the first nice days i'd driven my car to work uh, i don't drive it at all in the winter so i'm driving <clears throat> driving back home tops down and i'm sitting stopped in traffic and i'm watching in my rearview mirror and i see this chick is just flying up on me it's like i'm gonna get fucking popped and she ended up locking him up and swerving off to the side which was actually even better because that was oncoming traffic but she was able like the guy behind her saw that she was fucking retarded and like left plenty of room for her to end up backing back up right but just sitting in a fucking convertible you know knowing all right i'm fucked and just i can watch this unfold and there's nothing around me let alone on a bike yeah. But yeah, I just, I can't, I sold, uh, my bike when Becky was pregnant with, uh, my first and just was it. Never got another one. Yeah. And I used to miss it bad, you know, like you'd hear all the sport bikes in, in the summer yep. wrapping up and it was like, Oh, now it doesn't hit me so much anymore. It's because I'd look like a fucking retard on a sport bike now, but Let's yeah. see. I wonder if you could get a trike conversion on a Busa. <laughs> you probably could. Something to average you out. Probably could. Actually, I tell you what. Right now, I kind of got a hard on for those slingshots. Those fucking oh uh, yeah, Polaris. The Polaris. Sl- yeah, yeah. Those are kind of neat. Cause Cause they, I think they're outrageously expensive for what you're getting, but those yeah, definitely like have fucking thirty five, forty grand to get a full, uh, fully loaded one. Really? Aren't they? Well, I've been seeing like twenty two to twenty five. Yeah. Okay. But still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And there's you know, the used ones are only, you know, a year and a half old. So, right. Once they get down to the six to seven grand range, then I'd start being interested. I saw one that had like a canopy. It looked like full on Batmobile. Like it oh, had yeah? like little bubble windows over the, hmm. which was kind of neat. But, um, and then I saw in the news the other day, somebody piled one of those up and both passengers died and it had like a, Oh, well look at it. Yeah. There's, yeah, it, it really, it's I a, mean, it's a that's asking for death it's a snowmobile on wheels yeah you know it's yeah highway ready summer snowmobile oh have you been paying attention to the uh to any of the election stuff watching any of that mildly mildly yeah 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 same here we we've talked about it here and there um it's uh do you vote normally yep yeah yep um I don't think I'm going to do anything this year. I think I'm going to sit it out. Because I, I, are you, uh, is there a candidate that you actually like? There is a candidate I like. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of party line voters this year. 
Uh, I mean, there is every year, but this yeah. is the first year that there's a lot of like celebrities that are are pushing to just vote Democratic, just to vote Democratic. Oh, and um, I I don't know. I hate that. I don't like. Uh, I'm hoping this year that's like far. It, to me, it seems like uh, there's so many people that are pro Bernie, right? That are uh, that are going to stand by their feelings on that. That know that he is the anti-Hillary. Right. I'd like to think that people realize that they're both not just quote you know democrats <laughs> right uh, that uh, that they potentially do have a difference sure yeah i um you know it's it's been interesting to watch this year because with there are so many people that are vocal bernie and i don't really yeah. know anybody that's vocal clinton yeah that's a and agreed. so you know i dislike them both for the most part yeah but um you know, of the two, I don't like the socialism side of Bernie, but he generally seems like a decent human being. So something to be said about so, that. Yeah, it's like he seems like an all right guy. He's a little fucking squirrely yeah. for my taste, but I don't mind him. I would be able um, to pallet him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Republican side is what you know. It really blew my mind. There was fucking nobody. I mean, it's everybody's saying, "How did Trump happen?" It was like, "Well, fucking look at the rest of the guys." Oh, dude, how did Trump not happen? Well, Trump is what happens in America. Yeah. We, we're getting what we deserve. We watch too much reality television. Like, it's, this is the joke that we all asked for. We talked about it in the last podcast, though, but, I mean, he's got the right wife for the job, right? We've never had a hot first lady. Uh, well, what do you, do you think, mean by experience? And, I mean, it's the wrong wife for it, but, you know. Oh, I don't know. I think uh, all the, you know, <laughs> what we were talking about last time was you see all these other world leaders and they got like smoking hot chicks. Uh, yeah. Keep, it, keep up with the Joneses. You know, yeah. I think we're pretty good in that regard. She'll make an excellent first, <laughs> first lady. Uh, no, I tell you what, Trump, Trump's rise surprised me. Um, and not because I, I, I thought that his fucking shtick was going to turn off more people than it did. You know, the the thing that I... Because I liked Trump in the beginning because he said a lot of things that I completely agreed with. Like, he wants to, <laughs> uh, you know... I like walls. I mean, who doesn't like walls, right? Walls are... We live in walls. They keep us warm. No, but, you know, when he started talking about things like he wanted to... Uh, he wanted to bring manufacturing back into the U.S. He wants to penalize companies yeah. for taking all their manufacturing out of the country and making it more expensive for them to bring shit in. You know, he's from the money aspect of things, trying to get the country back on track. It's like, that's dandy, yep. right? And then he'll say, bitches shouldn't be in office because they bleed. And you're like, right. no, uh, stop yeah. it. <laughs> you, were, you were so good there. We yeah. had it. But yeah, but there was, man, for the, there was, there was nobody else on the Republican side that yeah. was even, it, it was hilarious. It was a, it was funny to watch. Mm. It's like, this is the best you could do. Yeah. A lot of the Republicans were having a tough time. They didn't seem like the type of person that, that could put a sentence together very eloquently. No, no. And Trump included, you know, yep. his, uh, it's a, uh, we were talking the last podcast. Could you imagine being a speechwriter for that guy? It'd be <laughs> fucking infuriating, you know? <laughs> It's, it takes out entire paragraphs and just reply, uh, replaces it with, yeah! yeah, right, right. I beat that guy. Do you see that? I beat him. It's like that wasn't right. anywhere in the line. Get him out of here. Okay, well, there goes the last seven pages. So, yeah, the, the Bernie thing, I mean, I know the Democratic Party does not fucking want Bernie Sanders. So, uh, you know, you got to expect them to kind of pull out the stops for that. But the Republican Party really didn't want Trump, and that just kind of made him more the candidate, yeah. you know? Uh, but it does surprise, and I don't know if it's because the Bernie people are just more vocal, but it does surprise me to see that almost every place they go, Hillary wins, you know, because right. it just doesn't seem like from the amount of chatter that you see online and just, you know, in, in public talking to people. I mean, of I, I posted something on Facebook a couple of weeks back that said, I, I don't know anybody that supports Hillary. And I had one couple that's like, yeah, right. we do. It's like, that's it. But if I posted that with Bernie, right? Does right. anybody they, support they Bernie? That would come out of yeah. the fucking woodwork. I'd yep. have, yeah. I'd have 50 friend requests from like, I love Bernie. Right. So. Scrolling <clears> down, they'd all just have, and they'd, they'd all have Bernie as their uh, profile pick too, as you scroll right. down looking at him. I think feel the burn is what stopped me. Oh. It's a, it, it's a 20, 2016 turnoff right there. That's, that's not good. No. That's not good. <laughs> 
as somebody who's had to frequently see a urologist, I don't, I want no part of that fucking campaign. <laughs> yep. That sounds a little too clinical. Right. I mean, feel the burn. No, you're not uh, supposed to feel any burn. That's bad. For the sake of saying it, I will be voting for Gary Johnson. Uh, for the sake of saying it, I have no fucking idea who he is. Yep. He's the libertarian candidate. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. <clears throat> who is Gary Johnson? <laughs> That's the first thing that comes up. Uh, let's see. My normal uh, Mike too. He's speculating that they're going to pull uh, 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 Biden in at the end. That they're oh, gonna, yeah? they're going to pressure him enough that he's going to uh, jump in, which would be so much better than Trump. <clears throat> Let's see, an idiot of a different color. So Gary Johnson, why am I supposed to also search for John McAfee? That guy's a fucking trip. Oh. Well, they're both libertarian candidates. That would be why. Really? Is McAfee running for something? Uh, well, he was in the debate, so I don't know if he's still in at this point, but... I had no idea. I would yeah. have... He's been a fucking nut. Well, uh, maybe you're... Maybe you invited a nut to Mike, too. No, no, no. I mean, he's, like, legitimately a nut. Not too long... Here, maybe we can find it here. Not too long after he sold uh, McAfee antivirus, yeah. he was, like, wanted for, like, several murders... In foreign countries. Okay. Um, he's like that kind of nut. He was uh, literally like, I've got a bunch of money. I'm going to foreign countries. I'm getting a bunch of hookers and look at me, blow the cash all over. I'm a bad motherfucker. And then it's like, what do you mean those people are dead and you think it's me? It was like literally something Oof. like that. When there's a legal section on your wiki, yeah, wiki page. legal issues. All right. We'll, we'll just read through some of these. Uh, let's see. Okay. McAfee's property in Orange Walk Town, Belize was raided by the gang suppression unit of the Belize Police Department. McAfee was in bed with his girlfriend at the time, uh, who McAfee said was scared by the incident. Well, you know, hmm. fucking gang suppression unit comes in. She should be scared. If she's not scared, that's when I would get. Right. Don't worry. You got in with the wrong girl. I got this. Just you fucking lay down. Right. Don't worry your pretty little head. So a GSU press release stated that McAfee was arrested for unlicensed drug manufacturing and possession of an unlicensed weapon. He was released without charge. Let's see. It means he paid them off. Right. Belize uh, police spokesman confirmed that he was neither convicted nor charged, only suspected. Uh, that was in April 2012. In November 2012, they started a search as a person of interest and a connection to a murder of an American expatriate, Gregory Viant Fall. Fall was found dead of a gunshot wound on the day before November 11th in his home. Uh, also in Belize, he was McAfee's neighbor. Uh, I don't even know if it's McAfee or McAfee. It's, I think it was everybody always, McAfee. Everybody's always said it either either way. Uh, let's see. I think it's Mick, Mick Cafe. Mick Cafe. That sounds delicious. Mm. Uh, let's see. It said he'd always been afraid the police would kill him and then refuse their questioning. So he has since been evading the uh, Belizean authorities. Belize's Prime Minister Dean Barrow called McAfee extremely paranoid, even bonkers. Uh, see, there you go. I told you it's nuts. It came from the dude from Belize. Uh, he fled when he was sought after for questioning concerning the murder. The magazine Vice accidentally gave away his location at a Guatemalan <laughs> resort in early December 2012 when a photo was taken by one of his journalists. Actually, you know what? What was the YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? The how to uninstall McAfee antivirus? Yep. Fuck. Bonkers fucker. Send. Send. Oh, hello there. My name is John McAfee. I'm the founder of the McAfee Antivirus Software Company. Although I've had nothing to do with this company for over 15 years, I still get I love volumes those. of mail asking, yeah. how do I uninstall this software? Six million views. I have no idea. <laughs> so he's going to light a smoke with money. <laughs> I really need to quit. As I said, I've had nothing to do with McAfee software for over 15 years. I've had more pressing things to do. <laughs> so but this guy was running? Have yeah. made me change my mind. I've had, over the years, many responses from users who are complaining about the difficulty <coughs> in removing the software. 
I like what a fucking champ. Things. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I was drawing for like five hours straight on this marvelous drawing, and I had to do a big-ass scan that slows the shit out of my computer. It was McAfee, of course. My computer's always really fast, but that son of a bitch has to come fuck it up. Here's another. My free trial for McAfee, or however it's spelled, expired. When it expired, it blocked Pornhub. Fuck McAfee. <laughs> fuck them in their stupid faces. I hope they all get dick and cunt rot and die a slow, agonizing death <laughs> for limiting my porn use to X-Hamster. No one should have uh. to use X-Hamster. <laughs> I tried one final time and got the urban dictionary definition for McAfee. McAfee, a barely passable virus scanning program that updates at the worst possible times. Tends to render your computer completely useless whenever it starts an update, which it doesn't ask to start, and you cannot cancel or pause. McAfee updates at horrible times. Have you seen any Almost of the like videos the of celebrities reading mean tweets about them? Yes. <laughs> and this is similar. I mean, yeah. except he's actually disassociated. Right, with, right, uh, right. <laughs> it's very matter of fact. Uh, so let's see. So, <laughs> so he didn't want to be questioned. And then uh, Vice gave away his location uh, at a Guatemalan resort in December 2012. Photo was taken by one of his journalists accompanying McAfee and was posted with the geolocation metadata attached. <laughs> Whoops. Awesome. Uh, so let's see. So an American cartoonist and animator set a blog to write about his experience while on the run. McAfee then appeared publicly in Guatemala City, Guatemala City where he attempted to seek political asylum. Then he was arrested for illegally entering Guatemala. Uh, shortly after placed under arrest, a board to review his uh, plea for asylum was formed. The committee denied his asylum, so he was taken from his holding facility to a detention center to wait deportation to Belize. Then, I remember this, he had two minor heart attacks, they said. Heart attacks. Um, his lawyer stated his client had not suffered heart attacks, but instead high blood pressure and anxiety. Uh, later stated that he faked the heart attacks and apparently there was no medical personnel to verify right. whether or not he really had one uh, in order to buy time for his attorney to file a series of appeals that ultimately prevented his deportation to Belize, hastening the government's decision to send him back to the United States. On December 12th, he was released to, uh, from detention in Guatemala and deported to the U.S. Uh, January 2014, police have presented no new accusations and they have not persisted in seeking his imprisonment for any of the crimes they accuse him of. However, they have auctioned off his seized assets and his home was burned down under suspicious circumstances. Uh, <laughs> then uh, uh, last August, he got popped for drunk driving and... Uh, Possession of a firearm while intoxicated. <laughs> Classy fellow. Yeah. So he's a little bit of a nut. That's uh, that's where I was going with that. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's fucking. What's his uh? What's what's the other guy's name? The guy you were voting for? Gary Johnson. Oh, so what's his spiel? Straight up libertarian. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, thanks. I feel much more filled in. No, absolutely, bud. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of mind your own business. You can do what you want. Right. Um, my, he's got like 1% uh, in 2012. Right. My other buddy uh, is convinced that uh, we just need something massive to happen. We need a catastrophe to kind of reset. Depends order. what you mean by cat- catastrophe. Like 9-11 catastrophe because that. No, I think went, he means a real catastrophe. Okay. Like okay. a real fucking. Okay. You I know. would I would agree. Otherwise Maybe I, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, nothing's probably gonna change. We're just gonna keep on down this road. Otherwise I would I would agree with that. Yeah. So until then, you have the mighty dumbguzzler.com podcast. We did an hour. Pra-da-da-da. And we just talked about pain. <laughs> <laughs> pain That's for an true. hour. Pain in country music, which is still the pain. Same. And politics, God, God. which is pain. Politics, which is pain. I I don't talk politics well, but I'm interested in it enough to see what everybody else is thinking. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to tap out this year. I just don't like anybody. The Libertarian Party, you know, I think it was Jesse Ventura that said that they should add, um, which is probably the only sane thing I've heard him say, where they should add uh, something on the ballot that basically says, fuck everybody. Yeah. 
I don't want to be involved. So they could at least tally that yep. and see how many people just don't fucking like the process right. at all. We're willing know? to show up, but yeah, like, nope. Yep. Yeah, fuck these guys. Yeah. Ah, well, 74% of, of Americans say, it's, fuck this. So you don't want the wall is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, you know, we like to climb shit. Oh, man, you got me there. Yeah, the f- <laughs> fucking wall. <laughs> Open up the uh, amusement uh, ride over there. It's uh, the wall to Mexico. <laughs> I, uh, I think that uh, if Trump gets elected, we're going to become much tighter with Russia. Yeah. That's my guess. You know, I don't think uh, Trump's going to look as good shirtless on horseback as Putin. Yeah. But uh, I do think. Uh, yeah. They're going to. They seem to be kind of cut from the same sort of. Yeah. Bullshit. First podcast? Have you ever done a podcast? Nope. No? First pod we popped your podcast, Jerry. Uh see. Good. So you want to stick around for round two? <laughs> right on. All right. Uh next will be the Chatterbait podcast. Have you ever gone to Chatterbait? Oh we've yeah. talked about Chatterbait. Yeah, the uh it ruined my me for masturbation for a couple weeks. <laughs> Did it really? Oh yeah. I was <laughs> I I I was useless without Chatterbait. Sure. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, for, for, for just straight up, uh, masturbation. That's a tough one for me because you have to float around so long to find anybody that's doing anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you were, I mean, I, you know, I'd click to the couples tab. Yeah. And then usually those first, uh, the most watched ones I think are what shows up, right? The people that have the most viewers. Sure. Sure. Uh, and those for me. Like those were usually the most active ones. So. Yeah, that works. But then you're like, no, no, no. You go to the last page. <laughs> so, what? Oh, this is the saddest thing. Did I tell you on that? Or did you figure oh, that no, out? No, on no, your no. Own? That was all you. <laughs> I said because I texted him like, Chat, uh, uh, Mal, what have you? What have you done? Like this is yeah, you're this on is the wrong incredible. end. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're not supposed to be watching this for amusement like that. You're supposed to be watching it for amusement like oh, this. So, oh wait, I got some screenshots here. Uh, last week, uh, we watched this guy for quite a while. It doesn't look unlike you. <laughs> so, look, <laughs> look at the size of the ball bag. It's gigantic. And then he had almost as much foreskin as he had penis. And he would grab that foreskin and like fucking just pull it out and like kind of do a little twisty with it. So that was... snap it back or what? I'm curious if uh, the fupa area is (laughs) like a pair of balls that have been displaced Uh, by more fat in his ball sack. Right, right, right. Now, there was a great clip uh, shapely. off last week's podcast. That was the first time that actually, you can hear on the podcast why I actually have toilet paper in front of my computer. There was a fat broad. She looked like a gigantic fucking raggedy Ann. And you just had to get off. That's not exactly how it went. <laughs> oh, come on. So she had uh, those fucking, you see the broads with the dildos on the pistons? Yep. So she the had machines. So she had her fucking legs up in the air and one's fucking drilling her, right? And then she had one over here that she was blowing, right? So this thing's going. So she's getting jabbed and she's blowing. So at one point, she like stops blowing this fucking dildo to try to like do her little sexy act. But all the while, this thing's jabbing her in the side of the fucking head. And I just lost it. It just hit me in the right spot. And I'm fucking howling, laughing. It was just fucking cackling. She's like, uh-huh. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And it's fucking... Well, then she starts fucking with it, and it breaks, okay? The fucking, the top cock breaks. And so the, then, forever, this thing's fucking sticking her. It's ramming her, and she's all fucking adjusting the thing, trying trying to get this fucking thing going. <laughs> Moving the bolts and, around. And then set screw. There'd be times, like, where she thought it was going to go, and she'd go, ah, and it just wouldn't come. It wouldn't come and start moving again. I was laughing so fucking hard. I took a little video clip on my phone. I was laughing like, "Here, I gotta save this one for later." This is funny. So yeah, that was a that was oh, a good time. But those no. are the ones that I go after. Yeah, yep. you got to cleanse the palate with the, the the top watchers. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, get back into the you got to get the basement is what what mm-hmm. we tend to call it. Uh, I mean, it is Friday night. Worst so your worst times right there's gonna be the most lonely people out there yeah, yeah uh but we've actually found that during the week yeah is when that's when you really find some bullshit huh 
uh the weekends there's just less people huh i would think there'd be more losers available to just stay home and jack off to cam girls turns out i'm the only one who, <laughs> who knew <laughs> despite matt and i thinking we're uh music professionals right on friday night we are going to sit here and uh <laughs> we're professional music gear owners <laughs> going to narrate people sexing yeah so we had that fella the big bald guy we also had a dude with a chopstick in the pee hole and he in was the pee hole. he was going to town on that for a long time that's too bad it was too bad but couldn't look away yep. all right we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna go on to the chatterbait podcast so thanks for listening dumbguzzler.com just type to a man's penis, wax or shave. It is Japanese word. Come back with your dick. Make it spurt. These guys just sit around jerking off. Wong dong. Damn guzzlet. <laughs>